welcome. <laughs> Hi, I'm Brooke Kent, and this is my podcast. Can't stop, won't stop. Welcome back, or welcome if it's your first week. I hope my podcast intro was a little more interesting since apparently it was basic and boring. You know who you are, the person that told me that. So I hope it was better this week. I know that that wasn't necessarily anything interesting, but I thought it just might have spiced it up a little bit. I was also told by a few other sources that I either say um or I say like a little too much, or not like. I just leave a pause, I guess. I think I say, I personally think I say like too much, but I was told by others that I say um or leave a pause too much in the podcast, which let me explain for you guys is because I don't script these. I have like an outline for myself, small outline, but I don't script them. So whatever I say is what I say and I'm really bad at editing. So I try to edit as minimally as possible and so basically, yeah, basically what is said is what is said, and that's what gets published. So with that said, this week I'm doing something a little different. I did get a little bored with my content already after three episodes, I know, which I don't understand really how I got bored of it, but I know that if I'm bored with it, then other people are too. Like if it's not interesting to me, it's not interesting to anyone else then, which actually that might not be true, but in my mind it is. So <laughs> anywho. Basically, I talked about last week how I do tend to get bored with things I'm doing really quickly. So that's what happened. And this week, we're doing something different. So this week, I am doing a Q&A with the things that I put, the poll that I put on my Instagram story last week when I published last week's episode. So let's get right into it. So my first question was, Hardest moment in my sports career. Okay, this is kind of a loaded question. I know it probably wasn't meant to be, but I I actually was just talking about this yesterday. Even though I have kind of like a god complex and I think I'm the best at everything and I just think I'm the coolest, um, I just feel like I'm not a real athlete because I'm <laughs> I run track and field and I run cross country, and something just tells me that I'm not a real athlete, and everyone thinks that's dumb because I like I do do sports. That was not grammatically correct. I do participate actively in athletics. However, I like have this notion in my mind that I'm not a real athlete. So I don't know. Sports career. Whew. Anyways, I guess the hardest thing for me, that's actually so hard to answer because I feel like nothing about running is hard. You just run straight and turn left. Uh, I guess the hardest thing for me was probably high, like going to states for high jump. I had never been in a state athletic competition and I was really nervous. And I think that's what made it difficult for me. But also, I didn't have the proper equipment at school because my thing broke the week, like two weeks before states. So I didn't have it to prepare for states at all. And I didn't prepare for states at all. However, I think I was pretty, like, I would have been fine if I wasn't so nervous. So I think seeing other people really freaked me out and I got nervous and did not do well I still got sixth which was cool but I think the hardest thing was the hardest thing is always for me to get over my nerves because I'm scared that people are watching me or that I'm taking too long which sometimes I am and that's the hardest thing for me but yesterday's cross-country meet was really difficult actually because (laughs) it was pouring rain and it was actually kind of hot outside so it was like 
your body was re- no it was cold it was hot when we left the school but then when it started raining it got really cold so when we when the girls started running it wasn't raining anymore but it was still so humid that the air was just stuck to you and your body was just getting so hot but the air was so cold it was just oh it was utterly disgusting and the field was muddy because there was a race prior to ours so it was muddy and mashed up and we were just sliding everywhere and <laughs> we were muddy when we got done with it and oh gosh it did start raining by the time we were finishing the race as well so it was it was all around just pretty terrible so that was a hard moment in my sports career, I guess. Okay, next question. I'm going to combine some of these because they're very similar. So one person said, could I kind of talk about my experiences while in high school? And yeah, let's talk about that. Let's talk about my experience while in high school. That's really vague, so I'm not really sure how you want me to answer that, but I'm going to do my best. So my experiences in high school. I came in as a freshman not knowing a single person at the school at all because if you know, as you may or may not know about me, I guess, I go to the academy program. So basically what happened is I applied for the academy. It's kind of like applying to college, but you do it in middle school to get to the academy programs. And the one I'm in is business and entrepreneurship. But I applied, but I was the only kid from my middle school to go to this specific one so I didn't know anyone coming in at all and I so freshman year I focused all my energy on people pleasing and it was really exhausting I just wanted everyone to like me because I wasn't really well liked in middle school but my middle school was really clicky and weird like it was definitely a different environment than my high school and I wanted to be able to get involved in school that was like my big thing because I wasn't doing dance anymore for my entire childhood I did dance um for like nine years and then when I got to high school, I wasn't doing any sports. So I was like, oh my gosh, like I want to be involved. I want people, I want everyone to like me. I was a teacher's pet, which I still am. I still consider myself a teacher's pet with no shame. I love our Kemsville teachers. They're amazing. Anyways, so that was my freshman year. I got involved in class office. And then my sophomore year, I was sophomore class vice president with my amazing president, Jada Jones. She did a great job. Anyways, uh, I hope she doesn't feel weird that I called her out like that. I guess I could edit it out, but I don't know if I know how to do that. So I'm just going to keep going. Uh, so yes, I was vice president. I got to go to Virginia Beach Leadership Workshop the year, the summer before my sophomore year, and it was amazing. I loved it. I had a great time, and it prepared me to be a leader because that was my first leadership role ever. So I had a great time. We did so much fun stuff. I got involved in SEA then through that. So I got to serve on the exec board as a class office representative, and it was amazing, a great time. I was involved in DECA both my freshman and my sophomore year. I had a good time doing that, FBLA as well. I dabbled with Interact Club, but I never got fully immersed in it. Um, my junior year was mostly me going to TCC and going back to Kempsville afterwards, and then I... Started Oh, I started track my sophomore year. I didn't say that. I can talk about how I started track. It's actually because I did SEA, which is crazy. So I was doing um, powder puff football. And our coach for powder puff was our, the girls' distance track coach. And she was like, hey, Brooke, you're actually kind of fast. Would you want to run track? And I was like, um, sure, why not? I was like, I miss doing sports. So, yeah, let's do it. Let's all join track. So I joined track my sophomore year and then my team was like 
oh my gosh, Brooke, you have to do cross country in the fall. It's the most fun thing ever. So then I started cross country my junior junior year. Yes. <laughs> um, so yeah. Then my junior year, I was doing track and cross country. I was doing SEA as the social chair. I So I was just on exec board. I wasn't really as active in class office. I was also the DECA vice president of leadership. Had a great co-chair for that too, or co-vice president. Uh, I don't know. Anyways. <laughs> and then uh, still did FELA. I got to go to States for that. I guess that was the third year I had been to States. It was my junior year for... Oh, wait, no. Junior year, we didn't go to States because of COVID. I don't, I don't even remember. Like I said last week, time is just not real to me anymore. <laughs> so, yes. And then, oh, my sophomore year, I got to go to... This is not chronological at all, and I'm really sorry. My sophomore year, I got to go to DECA International Competition at the end of the year at, in a leadership role. So it was kind of just like going to a conference, um, but it was really fun. I had a great time. I made some of my best friends on that trip, and it was the person I was competing with is really cool, um, and we got really close as well. So then we competed again together my junior year. This is just my sophomore year and my junior year combined, I guess. My junior year, we competed again together, and we qualified in our competition to go to the international competition. And then at some point in my junior year, just everything got canceled because of COVID, but I'm really thankful that we got to have a workshop. Our leadership workshop was not canceled. I staffed it. It was so fun. The most rewarding experience of my life. I really recommend getting involved with our workshop program. It's the best. It's the coolest. Senior year now. I'm a senior. Everything's like virtual or hybrid. Still running track and cross country. I started doing high jump at the end of my junior year, but my season got cut short. So I start. I really started this year for realsies I think I don't even know I guess I did compete in a few meets last year maybe for high jump yeah I did but I did, wasn't doing very well and then this year I got myself from 4-2 to 4-8 in like three weeks um sixth in the state like I said earlier that was really cool had a great time loved it this year I'm our SEA secretary love that too also still on workshop staff and I'm just I'm really thankful, I guess, for all the experiences I've had in high school. So it was really, it was really cool. Everything was really cool. I have a few more questions about high school, so I'll answer those. Um, what was my favorite hobby or involvement activity in high school? I do have a soft spot in my heart for track. I just love it. The program's great. Love it. But my favorite involvement in high school had to have been workshop staff. Like I said, it's just the most rewarding experience ever. It's the best. And even going as a delegate is just great. It's The program is, I'm just obsessed with it. I love it so much. And I really encourage everyone to get involved in it. My next question about high school is if I had to go back and avoid doing one thing in high school, what would it be? Um, I don't know if I would really change anything that I've actually done. Because it just, everything was a learning, everything, everything was a learning moment for me. And I just, I gained so much from everything I did, I really think. I mean, I'm sure there's certain things that I probably would go back and maybe do differently, but at the same time, like, then I wouldn't have gained the same thing. You know what I mean? I'm here today where I am because of everything that my entire past, so I don't know if I would ever go back and change anything. But that's not really what you're asking. It was if I did have to. <laughs> so if I did have to, oh, there's a few things. So first would be, I would not people please freshman year, but like I said, I needed that to show me who I am and show me it's okay to be who I am um 
I would not, I probably would have done a lot of things differently when it came to running my business. That way, um, our business wouldn't have gotten stolen. That would have been cool. (laughs) I can talk about that more in another episode if people want me to. Let me know. (laughs) But I also don't want to, I don't want to be too specific and too detailed on it at the same time. Anyways, I'm not talking about that anymore today. (laughs) Um, Another thing would be probably my driving not that I wouldn't go back and not drive ever, but also I'm a really terrible driver. So that if I had something that I could fix about that, that's what I would do. So I hope that answers all my high school related questions. So a few people also asked me to talk about my college application process. One person told me to rant about my college app process. One person just asked what was my process looking for college applications and my decision. So. Oh my gosh. Where do I even start with this? So what was it like looking for colleges? Looking for colleges? I don't even know. I don't think I feel like I never actually really looked for colleges. There was two that I knew I wanted three that I knew that I wanted to apply to because and I guess I can say which ones those are. UVA had long time been a dream school for me. I toured it like a million times and I just loved the way the campus looked. The other one was UNC Chapel Hill. I'm a big Tar Heel basketball fan, and I think that's main. The, that's definitely the main reason, but they have really good academic programs. Uh, Tar Heel Blue looks great on me. The it's a pretty large school. It's a state school, so it's pretty much the same campus wise. Really beautiful, North Carolina. Love it. Warm. Um. Yeah, I think that's all that I have to say about Carolina. And then the other one was Penn State because both of my parents went there. It's really close to my family my extended family and yeah just good stuff so those three I knew I wanted to apply to Virginia Tech I wanted to apply to uh where else oh so I like last minute decided that I wanted to apply to UNC Wilmington just because that way I have one school that's still by the beach something a little smaller I it was kind of one of those things where I was like I'm pretty sure I'll get in so yeah the application process, I feel like I really don't have that much to say about it, but I can try to explain it, I guess. So the application process for me was basically, I did my Common App, like just the Common App questions part over the summer after my junior year. So that it was just done and I didn't have to worry about it. It's mostly demographic questions for the most part. So it's really easy to just knock out. And then once the Common App essay got, released I did that and that took me a while to work on because I had a few people look over it after I drafted it and edited it myself and it's definitely a good idea to have like your parents or some English teachers look over that so I did that and then each school that you're applying to and I guess your your process might be different if you're using coalition instead of common app or if schools have their own application that stands alone if that makes sense So I was just using the Common App for all of the schools because they were all on there and it was just the easiest thing. So I did my Common App essay as soon as that came out. And then when schools released their essays, I did those for each school. And I just worked through application by application based on like when the deadlines were. So I had one that was really early, like in October. And then I had a few that were at the or like in the middle of November. Or at the beginning of November, some at the end of November, I guess. I maybe one that was in December. So I just went through them chronologically and did them like that. 
and a lot of the questions on the college ones are easy until you get to the essay questions and you just have to think through those ones but for most of them you're only allowed to have like 250 words so they're not that hard you just want to make sure that you fit everything that you have to say in those 250 words and you edit it and it sounds good and for my decision it was kind of just based off of where I got in and how tuition worked or what credits of my associates transfer and that was pretty much it because I only applied to five schools so I didn't leave myself with that many options when it came down to it so that was my college application process I really don't have that much to complain about with it it wasn't that difficult scholarships I feel like are more annoying to apply for than colleges and that's all I have to say about it so next Jada says D's nuts that was her whole submission thanks Jada for that contribution my cousin asks who is my favorite cousin the world wants to know you know who you are sweetheart enough said I only have like three cousins so anyways <laughs> uh someone asked how many seven-year-olds could I realistically fight off okay this question that's really interesting I really want to know where you came up with that so please text me let me know where you how you came up with that that's abstract <laughs> so I do have a seven-year-old little brother and sometimes I do have trouble fighting just him off but he can he can be a little violent but I also babysit occasionally for two little girls and one's seven and one's five and fighting them off is not difficult so I think it might come down to whether they're boys seven-year-olds or girls seven-year-olds however I think I could probably handle three I'm going to go with a solid three. I could fight off seven, no, three seven-year-olds realistically. And I don't know if three is too small of a number. I don't know if that makes me a wimp. But if it does make me a wimp, then I don't care. Because why am I fighting off seven-year-olds? Why did I put myself in that position? Where are their parents? I mean, I don't know. If it makes me a wimp, then so be it. Because I don't think I ever want to be in a situation where there's more than three seven-year-olds ever in my life. Maybe... Yeah, there's no way because I would definitely not be a first grade kindergarten preschool teacher. That's a no from me. I mean, maybe like at Sunday school. Maybe if I'm like doing Sunday school and helping at church, then I would put myself in that situation voluntarily because I would be doing God's work. But there's no <laughs> there's no way I would want to be fighting off three seven-year-olds or any seven-year-olds. Like, just no. So my solid answer on that is three. And that's all I'm going to say about that. Okay, last question before I just start talking about myself. My last question is, what is the best advice you have ever gotten from a friend, not an adult? That's really difficult because I feel like a lot of my best advice that I've been given either comes from my mom or my uncle. So, oh wow, that's, or I guess some of my teachers give really good advice. My internship teacher, she gives fantastic advice. She's I always tell her she's my school mom because if I like am stressed out about something at school and I don't want to like call my mom about it, I'll go to her classroom and I'll talk to her or like go to her office and I'll be like, hey, this is what I'm freaking out about today. Anyways, my best advice that I've been given from a friend is probably I don't know, I feel like a lot of people give me the same advice because I always have the same problems, which Maybe I should just be learning from them. Maybe I should actually be listening to the advice. 
But the best advice I've been given is either to, like, just stop caring about what people think about you because most of the time, like, the people that you're worried about, like, the way that they think is, like, you don't like the people anyway. The people that think mean things about you or that you're worried about thinking mean things about you, you don't like anyways. That's good advice from my best friend. The other good advice is stop worrying about things that aren't going to matter in five or it's like you give yourself five minutes to be upset about something because you know you're not going to be as upset about it in five days and you're not going to be or even five hours you're not and you're not going to think about it at all in five years so if it's not going to matter in five years don't spend more than five minutes worrying about it I think that was that was the fast way that they said it that was really good advice from one of my best friends so yes that's probably the best advice that I've been given from a friend not an adult that was a really hard question props to you for coming up with that now I'm about to finish up I'm gonna talk about myself for a few minutes though because that's my favorite part of the podcast I just love to talk about myself anyways so here's what has been going on with me I finished my book it was very good I started a new one the other day but I'm not very far into it I got made fun of by a teacher actually for (laughs) having a new book two days in a row they were like what are you how are you reading so fast? I was like, well, the one, I finished it in like a week because it was a little more than a week, maybe two days more than a week. Because when I started it, it was the day we were out of town. We were in Wilmington visiting, doing a college campus visit. Um, so I read for five hours straight in the car home, which I know a lot of people, This I don't get this actually, why people can't read in a car. Is it a motion sickness thing? Because I've always been able to do it. And I'm, people always say like, how do you do that? You'd get, like, how do you not get sick? I don't get it. Anyways, <laughs> so I read for like five hours straight and I got halfway through the book. So that's how I finished it so fast. I started a new one though and it's it's pretty short looking. So hopefully I'll finish that one pretty fast too. Uh, what else is new? Um, I had a meet yesterday, but I had already talked about that. I did go on a college visit. It was very nice. It was great. The campus is beautiful. And I'm not really doing much else. My schedule's pretty much the same as it is cross-country school oh I did start drawing the entire history department on my psych teacher and cross-country coach who she's the same person um on her whiteboards in her classroom I've been drawing the entire department we were calling them brook emojis we came up with that yesterday it's like a bitmoji except I'm just drawing them so they they're all really enjoying that the other thing that I've been doing actually I really think that's it I think that's it Anyways, I hope everyone has a great week. I hope you have a fantastic week. I hope you're happy. And I wish you peace and blessings. All of the blessings. Have a great week, guys. Until next time. Bye.